Welcome to the Think Generation Wealth Podcast, episode number 79. And I am your host, Amir Estimo. In today's episode, I just wanted to have an episode where I notice, I've been noticing lately we've been having newer downloads. So I figured to re- reintroduce myself, to especially to the new people who's listening to the show. First of all, my name is Amir Estimo, and I am the host of the Think Generation of a Podcast, where we're a podcast about wealth, assets, and prosperity. I just wanted to, again, reiterate, reintroduce myself to the newer audience so you guys can get an idea who am I, and at least you can know the person you're listening to and why you're listening to this podcast, and even why I started this podcast. All right, so every episode, I like to open up with thanks and appreciation. First of all, in gratitude, I would like to say I appreciate anybody who takes the time to listen to this podcast because it's two things that it is hard for people to part ways with, their time or money. So the fact that if you take the time to listen to this podcast, I hope to bring value to you and I appreciate it. I'm grateful for the listeners who's been listening to me and even the newer ones. I appreciate you too. All right, let's just jump into the episode. So <clears throat> to give you an idea, my name is Amir Stimo again, and I started this podcast about two and a half years ago, uh, probably the end of 2019, something to that nature. And the reason I started a podcast was... I've been listening to podcasts probably since 2015, and I always thought, always think, all these people that listen to or have podcasts, what was it that they were doing that I couldn't do? You know, I see there's over millions of podcasts and why would people want to listen to me i used to always keep questioning myself why 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 and then finally one episode i was listening to was called a podcast i used to listen to and i listen to it from time to time is the everyday saturday podcast by sam crowley and he had an episode on there and he just said It was called Just Do It. So this is the title of today's podcast, Just Do It. And when he said that, I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and launch a podcast. So at the time, it was a mean uh, friend of mine who we decided to do the podcast together. But one thing I noticed when it comes to podcasting and when you're building, you have a platform like this, you have to be consistent because it's like a TV show. Think about it. Like, let's say, you know, let's talk about friends, <laughs> for example. If friends, we know they, they go through seasons, right? But you knew when a new season came of any show, what was going to happen? Well, every Wednesday night, guess what? You tune in to watch Friends or something like that. So we were doing a podcast, but it wasn't consistent. And 
For me, podcasting was something I enjoyed doing. So I'll tell you this. Any dream, any goals you have, you cannot wait on people. You can't wait for people to move at their pace. You have to, you got to make sure, number one, you guys are on the same page. And then number two, you guys are consistent. So that didn't work out. But I said, you know what? Instead of me just waiting around, let me keep podcasting. So I went solo maybe after three or four episodes, something to that nature. And I've been appreciated. You know, I started off very slow. And then now I'm starting to see we're picking up a little bit of steam. And that's much appreciation again to everyone who's been sharing the podcast, listening to the podcast. I am married. Excuse me. Uh, I have two kids, two wonderful kids, a 15 and a five-year-old. Let's just say that it's never an adult moment in this household. My 15-year-old, obviously, if you're raising girls, uh, two girls, uh, they're, it just, it's, it's everywhere. One moment they're nice, one moment they're not. But, you know, they're teenagers, so you can kind of start to expect that. And I've been married, me and my wife have been together for 10 years. We've been married for nine. We uh, have a, we have a wonderful kids and I'm much appreciative of them. So one thing for me was that kids, and we have two dogs, mentioned that. We actually just got a new dog most recently, a chow-chow pit mix. So as we, I continue, and generational well, I come from a, and I'll just say this, I'm not someone that had a hard life. I, I could, I'll be first to tell you this right now. I am not someone who had a very hard life where everything was hard for me. I had my dad in my life, my mom, and my mom and dad, they were not married, unfortunately. But my stepmom came into the picture, and she's like my second mom. She's my second mom, practically. And it's good to have that structure. So fast forward, I go off to college, and I didn't understand about money. And to be quite frank with you, I'm still learning about money. So... Went off to college, I had mass, massive debt between student loans and credit card. My credit card score was like a 520 or something like that. And the reason I know that was because when I tried, when I'm going to go purchase my first vehicle, they pulled my report and they say, your credit's not too bad, but because of the money I ended up putting down on that vehicle, my credit, my payments, my interest wasn't as high, but I was paying 10% on a car note. And I thought to myself, I said, what would it look like if I actually had good credit? What would that look like for me? How would that change my life? What would it look like if I start learning about investing? What would that look like? So here it is, college student. I was facing eviction twice (laughs) 
for some reason, I was able to make it through. But I told myself, I need to do better when it comes to financially. Now, for me, there's four pillars of life. One, you have your mental, physical, spiritual, and your financial. All four of those must align. They must sync with each other. Because you could be financially well, but you're mentally hurt or you're physically. You could be physically and even mentally, but you're spiritually dead or you're financially struggling. So it works in either way, right? But you want to be financial. You want to be sync. Those four, that's what I live by. That's for me must be in sync with each other. So as I figured, I said, you know, I need to work on my finance. And I'll tell you this right now. That wasn't easy because one thing growing up, I am of Haitian descendant. So you'll hear in previous episodes, I may have dropped a Haitian word or Haitian Creole word a day so you can go listen to. It was... When my parents came here, they had to basically make a living for themselves. So the focus of teaching kids to that nature wasn't a high priority. So I had to learn the hard way. But because at the same time, we have so much information out there, it is you can get led into basically I would say a rabbit hole because there's just too much going on or information overload. That might be the better word for it. So I figure, you know, how many people that's struggling to put all this information together into action? So, you know, what? I'm going to be a podcast where I'm going to share information. We're going to talk about financial literacy. We're going to talk about wealth. We're going to talk about assets, talk about prosperity, which is your mind. We're going to talk about these things. I may not be the most qualified, but there is people out there just like me that just needs a start. So, you know what? I said, look, I kept recording, recording. And then I took some time off. And I took six months off. And at that time, I'll tell you, I went through a time where I started wondering, like, why did I start this podcast? And it was not just, it's not because... Uh, it was not because it was just lack of motivation. So with the help of my family, my wonderful family, they started, Hey dad, why I haven't heard you record a podcast in a long time. Hey hubby, I haven't heard you record a podcast. Get back on it. Lobby knows I went in, I said, okay, you know what? I got me a mic, a brand new mic, a blue Yeti. So if you want to get into podcasting, Blue Yeti is the mic to go. And then I was with Anchor that time. So it was hard to see. I couldn't really get a gauge. But one thing I was noticing, too, was even when I was not recording, my podcast was still getting downloads. Now, in Anchor, it's a little difficult to see that. I think they do more so plays. So I ended up signing up with Buzzsprout and Lo and behold, my podcast was still getting downloads. So I said to myself, I said, you know what? 
I got to do this. I got to keep going. This message must be consistent. I must be consistent. I started challenging myself, get back to podcasting again. And then here we are. So that's a nutshell about me. I did go off to college and to get into that a little bit is while I was in college, again, I racked up massive debt. Then I ended up, uh, then I ended up working on my credit. I made it a priority to fix my credit. It was, I was like, you know what? I'm never again dropping that type of money for any used car, one. And then two, when you have, when your financial situation, and one of it is having good credit. Now, when we talk about wealth, wealth is in quote, having, being financially stable, number one, because everyone must have to have a goal financially. And for me, my goal, and I hope everyone that's listening to this podcast is to pursue financially freedom. That's my goal. So in 2005, I want to say 14, I was working a job. I was there for 10 years. And by year number seven, I started to say, you know what? I, I got I to gotta find something else. I say, well, let's see how this year goes. So eight year came. Oh, I really got to find something else. The nine. I got to find something else. Then year 10 came. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> so I just got to that point where I was just done. Like, I didn't want to do this no more and so and so on. So I quit my job of 10 years and I went to pursue IT. And let me tell you, it wasn't easy. Late night studying a whole new language. I started learning how to code. Being up two, three in the morning. And in the beginning of 2016, so I quit my job in 2015 of 10 years to pursue this full time. And it wasn't an easy decision to make. I had to talk to my wife about it. She was scared because we were so used to getting a paycheck from this job. So to take a year off, I said, you know, I had some money in my IRA at the time. I mean, 401k. And when I quit my job, I said, you know what? We're going we're gonna to do this. We're going to do this. Give me a year. After a year, I'll get back into the market. So fast forward, 2016 hits. Me and my wife find out we're pregnant with our five year with our current five year old daughter. And just as just to guys get you guys, you probably guys thinking, man, fifteen and five. My fifteen year old, I raised her since she was at the age of five. So that's um, you know, she's uh, it's it's not easy, but it has its rewards being a parent. So my daughter, here is my wife is pregnant. We're expecting our daughter by at least the end of the year. And guess what? I finished the program. Then I hit the market. I got rejected probably 25 to 30. I went on. If I was a count before I settled into my current job, I probably went to at least 
I would say give or take 33 to 40 interviews. That's how many interviews I went to. But the one thing I noticed was I was getting better. Each rejection was making me better. And I remember one interview I went to, and I just completely bombed it. Sweating bullets. The guy just looked at me and said, I don't think you're getting this job. And I tell him, I know. I know. So here is getting rejected and rejected and rejected. Finally, I got into my car and I just started crying. And I started crying out to God. I don't know if anybody of you who's spiritual or religious out there, but I just started talking to God. And one thing I felt like he told me was, Amir, it'll be all right. But you know what you're doing, Amir? Just keep going. Just keep doing it. Keep going. And I said, I just felt that what he was telling me. So I said, you know, I'm going to keep going. So I remember after my whatever interview it was, I got a, I got a uh, job, but I didn't stay. I didn't. I was a contractor at the time, so I got um, due to my performance. And I think a lot of it was one. I may have not been interested in that type of niche or field. Maybe that probably be the word because in IT you have so many. You have financial, medical, and it was a job in a medical company. And two, I was just so nervous that because it's something new that I just started to doubt myself. So, of course, that showed. So they released me. My daughter, and that was September of, I will never forget it. It was Labor Day 2016. I got the call Labor Day weekend, and I was released. Nervous. My daughter is due to be born in the following month in October. And here I am jobless. I started to doubt this decision I made. Was it the right decision, Amir? I started asking myself that continuously. So what I did was I kept going. Kept going here. You kept getting rejected. Two months later, I got a call from a company. And it was a contracting company. And they said, hey, we got this contract. I said, okay, who, who's the client? And they, they told me the client. And I said, wow, okay. And then they told me the pay. Surprisingly so, <laughs> I was getting paid more than the contract and the job I had previously. I got paid more from the one. The one I got released from, the newer one, I got paid more. So, you know... Anytime, I would like to leave you with this. When God, when people tell you no, that's not God. People told you no. God is the one who tells you yes or no. Because he sees our steps. And I don't want to get preachy or anything like that. And if any of you guys are not religious or spiritual, please don't take this offense. I'm just telling you my experience is when you have faith and faith, faith will move mountains. When someone tells you no, 
God will open a door for you. And the door he opens can't get shut. So I was so, so shocked and surprised. Here, me and my wife, when he told me to pay, I said, Are you, what? He's like, yeah, yeah. He, this is what, what the job is paying. And then when I told my wife, my wife looked at me. And I'll never forget. She looked at me and was like, see, hon, faith, faith. So I'm going to leave you with this. So that's a nutshell, a little bit about me. I do have a corporate job. So if you have a corporate job and there's anything you have in mind that you would like to do, you can do it. Your corporate job should be a short term thing. Now, for me, the next phase of my life, and hopefully we can, you know, you guys can think of that, too, is now for me to go out. And pursue my own business. So if you into real estate, look into land investing. People don't think about it, and the reason is is because it's land. I know I wanted to get in real estate investing. And one thing I looked into buying holds and I just didn't want to deal with tenants. And I and I looked at the the money. You know, for example, if you, let's say you buy a house, you know, let's say you don't pay for it. I mean, your tenants will pay for it, but let's say you still got a, a mortgage or a note on the house. Let's say your mortgage is $500. You can charge a tenant 800 but then that's $300 profit. But then let's say you hire a company to property management to manage the property, you may have to pay a fee. Not may, you will pay a fee. And let's say that's fifty dollars a month. Now that brings you down to two fifty. And when I looked at that, I said, "No, nah, that's not a. I don't know if I like that. You know." And then if you have a tenant that, you know, a disruptive tenant, and then plus I already knew about that because my dad was a was a he was getting into real estate, and he was a tenant. I saw. I just didn't want to do all that headache. Fix and flip, man. I don't want to deal with contractors. And, you know, I, I just didn't want to deal with that. So I said, you know what? Let me keep looking, looking. I looked into multifamily investing, which is apartments. And I was like, you know, I don't want to do that either because that's just, again, dealing with tenants and stuff. So I said, okay, you know what? I ended up last year getting into, I finally figured it out. It's like, you know what? I'm going into real estate. Real estate is going to provide me financial freedom. I found it. Land investing. And then I said, you know what? There's people out there who struggle with their credit. I was once in that situation. And now I have a way better credit score. I'm going to, I want to help people with their credit. I want to talk about credit, whether it's business or, or personal I want to talk about that. Somebody needs that information. And who knows if they get it off of this podcast, that can change the trajectory of their life. I don't know, but I hope that's what happens. So thank you very much for tuning into the podcast. So that's a nutshell about me. One thing I want to leave you with. Whatever you want to do, just do it.
If it's something that's been bothering you, that's been on your mind for a very long time, you can't sleep at night, that's God's way of telling you that's your dream. You need to pursue that. And he's going to keep putting it in front of you until you do it. When you run away from it, you miss you miss the opportunities that's knocking on the door. They say opportunity comes knocking on the door and it doesn't look nice because it's dressed in overalls. That's how I, I hope I said that right. But to that nature, when you have opportunities knocking on your door, don't turn away from it. Keep going. Keep going. Don't turn away. Because once you turn away, you're missing out on all those opportunities because you don't know where your life can be. And let me tell you, folks, I don't have it figured out myself yet. I am still trying to figure it out. I'm on this journey of financial freedom. This is the Journey Podcast. So if you want to, you can go listen to all my previous episodes. And I'll tell you, some of them suck <laughs> for my for me. Maybe it was different, but I know for me, starting off, it wasn't easy. And I look at it now, I'm getting more comfortable. I enjoy talking on the mic. And all you really need, let's say you want to get into podcasting, the things that we overcomplicate is sometimes some of the most simplest things. You just need a mic and a hosting. You can do Anchor, which is free. I don't know anymore if they are because I haven't done Anchor in such a long time, but I know they're free. There is Buzzsprout. There's pot. There's all these platforms you can go. Find yourself a hosting site. If you want to pay for it, pay for it. If you don't, you want to go free, go to Anchor. Record onto your laptop. And that's it. You see how simple that is? Some things that we want to overcomplicate is really simple. And that's what drove me to here. Okay? So hopefully that helps. Hopefully you guys get an insight or where I'm coming from and why I started this podcast. And I share a little bit personal things about me when it came to my family. And I appreciate it. I do. So till next time, if you like this content, please share, subscribe and share the podcast. This podcast drops every Wednesday, 5 a.m. Central. Today we're a little bit late. Um, this is not normal. <laughs> I try to be as consistent as possible, but I just know that I couldn't I could not leave today and not drop this podcast. So the podcast will come out every day, 5 a.m. Central. That's the time. And if you enjoy this content, subscribe to this content. Rate and review the podcast. I really do appreciate it. I don't mind a review. That's only going to make me better. It can. That's how I feel about it. Okay. Until next week, much love. Appreciate it.